0: Welcome to the 21 day mindset reset podcast. I am your host, Missy Henry. I'm a gym owner, a strength coach, a mom, a nutrition coach, and really just a person passionate about helping you win. So, in season one, we had a 21 day overhaul on digging into your mindset, ripping the bandaid off. In season two, I dig a little bit deeper into the topics that I hear the most from clients. I've been coaching for more than 20 years and these topics come up again and again because they get in people's way. And so they may be getting in your way. So let's get into it. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back. episode four already. I can't believe it. You know, you'd think that me coming up with topics for season two would have been easy because I'm doing, you know, 10 weeks for season two, 10 topics. And I already covered, you know, 21 things in the 21 days of season one. But it was difficult because every time you know, I jotted down something like, oh yeah, I got to talk about this. This is big. This is big. I always felt like I'd covered it already. And the more I dug into it, I realized, well, it's because, you know, some of these topics just scratched the surface in season one. And I'm able to, you know, go a little deeper down the rabbit hole uh, with some of these you know, conversations when I have somebody one-on-one with nutrition coaching, but, you know, in a podcast or, you know, motivational quotes and stuff online, um, you barely scratch the surface, like I said. So today's is definitely one of those. It's, we're going down the rabbit hole on self-sabotage, discipline, you know, all these different things. And it really kind of is a continuation on from last episode and even that exercise um, that I asked you to do, but it's because it is important to keep going down the rabbit hole um if you've ever done therapy before, you know you don't just go to a therapy appointment once or twice, you know, find out what you struggle with or you know what your childhood trauma was or your limiting beliefs are, and then oh, okay, boom, I got it now i'm I'm healed, right? No, it is a journey and you know, healing your relationship with food and exercise, healing your mindset around what it really means to be healthy. Um, it is a journey and you do have to really dig into why you do what you do, because that is the building blocks of the habits that you create for yourself. You are doing the current routine in life that you're doing Because of these beliefs and how you deal with feelings and how you cope with the world around you. And a lot of that is subconscious. And so I find that especially on health journeys, people ridicule themselves for... You know their choices or if they feel like they're winning or not. Oh, I didn't go to the gym. Oh, I didn't do my meal prep. Oh, I'm not losing any weight. God, I just can't stick with this diet. And we blame ourselves. I'm failing. I'm not good at this. And so many of these things that get us in the way of living the life we want to lead or building those healthy habits that we want to build – like I talked about last episode, are really just subconscious ways that we are getting out of negative feelings that we feel. And today, we're going one step further. That it's, you know, there are subconscious things that we are doing that get in the way. And then we just beat ourselves up, you know, that we're lazy or we're not good at something. And it's just not the case. So if we want to talk to ourselves more kindly... And, you know, get out of that rut, that routine of not doing the healthy behaviors that we want. Uh, we got to go one step further. So, we know that discipline is the greatest form of self-love. And that's because discipline really equals freedom. That if you are able to be disciplined to get into the routine that you want, to do the actions that you know will get you to where you wanna go. You're setting yourself up for success, which is why it is that greatest form of self love. But how do we do this? How do we get disciplined? Well, I was uh, listening to, um, I love Jocko Willick. Um, if you don't know who that is, he's amazing. Um, he wrote Extreme Ownership, among other things, and has a great podcast. Um, and I was listening uh, to one of his podcasts and he was really talking about, you know, playing the game of life and, you know, even if you don't like the rules, sometimes you got to play them. But he went on to talk about, you know, going on the offense, going on the offense in your life and to stop playing defense. And that quote really resonated with me being a coach. Because I was like, oh, my God, that's what I'm trying to help people do every day is how can you go on the offense in your life, um, whether you want to call it taking control or building those healthy habits. It's how do you tell yourself where and what to do? How do you make it happen? And I feel that so many people struggle with their health. Or getting to where they want to go in their fitness or their nutrition or their weight loss goals simply because they are playing defense. They are constantly having to resort to dealing with what life throws at them or different circumstances. And they're not playing offense. Which is then what is leading them to not be very disciplined because if you are constantly just worrying about you know how to bat away the things that are hit or thrown at you we're not really ever strategizing how to go on the attack and make the things happen that we want to make happen in our life and that. You know, that's even true for career, relationships, you know, a lot of different things. That it's, we can't just sit back on the sidelines in the game of life. We have to go play. And it's a lot of analogies. So we're going to dig into what I'm talking about. So why is it hard? Discipline. You know, last episode we talked about, well, yeah, you know, discipline is really creating habits. Why can't I just be disciplined to do what I know I need to do. Well, there's this thing called self-sabotage and it's not what you think it is. And I've used the term over and over again. And I've had, you know, my own kind of growth that caused me to think about it in a little bit different way. But self-sabotage is not what you think it is. There's actually no such thing. And... I, you know, have gone through my own journey of healing with some different things. And I've challenged myself to stop saying, oh, well, that's, you're just self-sabotaging. Because like I said, there is no such thing. And it's because self-sabotage is actually self-preservation. And it's because you're not doing anything wrong. And that's where I think we get the self-sabotage wrong. Because you're not doing anything wrong. And it's because what you're doing when you are quote-unquote self-sabotaging is actually trying to survive. Which is why at the core of it, it's really self-preservation. And that's because anything that is, you know, the self-sabotaging... Is really just a subconscious behavior that you learned in order to survive. So you learned it at a young age and then things happened over and over again that caused you to go, oh, okay, yeah, this is, you know, I've been here before. This is what I need to do. And it's going into the stuff we talked about in the last episode. Dealing with some unwanted feelings. Or maybe you put yourself out there. Maybe you put yourself out there and then got ridiculed for it. And then you're like, oh God, that was, I did not like how that felt. And so then here you are as an adult, joining a gym for the first time, or wanting to tell somebody that you wanna lose 100 pounds. And then your body's like, whoa, that is, we're putting ourselves out there again. And, and we know what happened last time, that did not feel good, so I am not gonna do that. We're gonna do anything but that because that was not good for us so you know society calls that self-sabotaging but that is really a protective mechanism your brain is remembering how bad that felt the last time and it's trying to protect you it is trying to help you survive and this is a little bit different than just you know building or breaking habits because these are really the subconscious behaviors that you might not even realize that you're doing. And yes, we need to break current habits um, to build those new ones. But this is taking that last exercise that I had you do in episode three a little bit further. So hopefully you did it. You really identified, okay, what am I trying to fix with those buffering activities at the end of the day? What feeling am I trying to get away from? But now that you've identified those things, I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing to survive that is no longer serving you? So those feelings you identified, why are those so hard for you? What happened earlier in your life that made those so painful? because we have a survival behavior that is attached to that, that is now a subconscious coping mechanism. So what is what are you doing that's no longer serving you? Because it got you to where you are, but it's not gonna get you to the next step. So. We need to bring awareness around these subconscious behaviors so that then A, we realize that we're doing it and then we can have a little bit more consciousness around doing them so that then we can start to choose anew. Because that's what healing is. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to always be able to stop yourself from doing it. But it's being aware that you're doing it in the moment. So then we can choose some new behaviors. And if you're lost, I get it. So I'm going to give you an example because I know you're probably thinking, okay, whoa, what does this have to do with health and fitness? Okay, I'm going to give you an example. So I had a nutrition coach, c- coach, <laughs> I'm the coach. I had a nutrition client uh, a couple of months back and she was doing really, really well for a couple of weeks, and then fall off the wagon, so to speak. And remember, there's not a wagon to fall off of. But she would be like, "Oh, I, you know, I was doing good, and then I, I stopped." And then we kept digging in, and we found out that the weeks that she was doing really well, she journaled, and she planned everything out, and she, you know, got rid of some of those negative feelings. She really checked in with herself. Does she? see how she was feeling and what she could do better or implement the next week to set herself up for success. And she planned things out. Well, the weeks that she fell off that wagon, so to speak, she wasn't journaling. And we had narrowed it down to, man, when I journal, I'm really hitting it out of the park. And then when I don't take the time to do that, my week, you know, falls apart very quickly. And she was a busy mom and had work and everything, and they were remodeling their house and you know, the, all the life's craziness. And I was like, okay, well, journaling is key. You gotta do it, you gotta get it in. Well, fast forward a couple months and we're in the same cycle. And she was just you know, ready to give up. And she's like, you know, this is just so silly. And so I finally asked her. And I said, why are you really not journaling? And she goes, I don't know. And I said, no, there's a reason. Okay, there is a subconscious reason you're doing this. And at the time I called it self-sabotaging. Now I know that it's a self-preservation reason. She's trying to survive. And she looked at me like I was nuts. And she's like, why would journaling be so hard? And I said, well, let's figure it out. And I asked her. And I said, why are you really not journaling? And she goes, I don't know, I think it's stupid. And I said, okay, why is it stupid? And she goes, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to do it. Like, why does that make that big of a deal? And I said, okay, I can understand that. You know, journaling seems simple enough. And you're thinking to yourself, why can't I just do this? I know I need to go to the gym. I know I need to meal prep. Why shouldn't it just knowing be enough? Why do I have to write down how I feel do a brain dump, and then plan it out. So she was beating herself up. She was, you know, making herself kind of feel stupid that doing something as simple as journaling, that why would that make a big difference? But it was. We knew it was really making or breaking her healthy habits. So I, I kept on it. And I said, okay, well, why, why do you think it's stupid? Or do you feel stupid for journaling? And then she got real quiet. And she goes, I don't know. (laughs) And I said, okay. I said, well, have you ever journaled before? And she said, yeah, I I used to do it all the time. And I said, okay, well, why did you stop? And she said, oh, my God. And she kind of got teary-eyed. And I said, okay, what's going on? And she said, well, I used to journal all the time and someone found it once and they read it and they made me feel silly. They kind of, she goes, they made me feel bad actually. And it hurt. And I felt really vulnerable that somebody read through my stuff and then they made me, you know, feel bad. So she had so much hurt and shame surrounding the vulnerability of that that she stopped journaling. She probably never jotted anything down from that point on. And at, you know, almost 30 some years old, mother of two, you know, that she was like, oh my God, I I can't believe that I still feel that way. And I said, well, that's what happens when we have deep rooted things. And so something so simple was making a big difference in her health habits, but she wasn't doing it because it was still associated with how bad she felt when she was younger. So it's about bringing awareness to those things so that she could continue to implement a form of discipline, a new habit that really made a difference for her health. We laughed about it, but... I mean, it was a conscious struggle for her each week, starting to become more comfortable doing the activity again and really kind of surrounding it with wins or positivity just because it was so rooted in that negative emotion for her. And so that's just one example. I could give you a ton of examples. So you've got to find, you know, what, are the subconscious things or those feelings or beliefs you have around some of the things that would really make a difference for you. Because I bet you already knew that discipline was the greatest form of self-love. That discipline equals freedom. When you are organized, when you do the things you need to do, your future self is like, oh, thank God. This is great. I'm ready to go. I'm winning at these things. But we're also doing some things that lead us to survival. And those are getting in the way. So once you identify those things, now we go on the offense. So we're going to stop playing defense and go on the offense. We're going to make things happen. Make positive change happen. Because good things don't just happen to us. Creating change isn't just going to happen. We're going to get stuck in those same cycles in the same routine. Losing weight is not going to just happen. You have to make it happen. Healing your mental health isn't going to just happen. You got to put in the work. Same thing with getting in shape. You got to put in the work to make it happen. So how are we going to make it happen? Well, we're bringing about self-awareness to those subconscious behaviors. Remember, it's not self-sabotaging. It was actually to help you survive. But now we're bringing awareness to it going, ah, so this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing to survive or what I needed to survive because of something that was painful or a feeling I didn't really like but I, I need to do something different now to get me to the next step. So we're bringing awareness to those things so then we can choose differently and make those positive changes happen. So what I want you to do this episode is whether it's every Sunday night or every night, you're going to take 10. 10. Take five if you have to, but we're going to take something, some small amount of time. And we're going to assess the week, the day, and we got to plan ahead. So take that time for you and it's, okay, what is my schedule? When can I plan in the healthy behavior things that I want to do? So when am I going to the gym? When am I going to make this workout happen? Avoid saying things like, tomorrow I'm going to work out. No, 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 no. I am working out at 9 a.m. because I have a break from blank to blank. That is my only window. I'm blocking it off. I got to make it happen. When you start going on the offense with discipline and your habits and changing even the language in which you say these things to yourself, It makes a big difference because now you're taking ownership of them. You're going to make them happen. So when are you going to meal prep? Don't say, okay, Wednesday I'm going to cook. No, I'm going to the store. This time I'm doing this because Tuesday and Thursday are out because I have this. And then Friday we have, you know, the kids things or this event, yada, yada, yada. You've got to assess how these things play into your week, when you're going to do them, Because having an awareness around, oh, I have to work out at nine because that's my only window, because I have work, because I have these things, then it makes a big difference. And that is how you then are able to get it to work. Because again, if we start saying things like, I'm going to work out today. Well, a million things will happen to you that get in the way of that, and it just gets pushed back. So we're going on the offense, and we're going to make it happen. So take that five or ten minutes on a Sunday or each night to assess your schedule. You're going to plan in some things. You're going to block off time for yourself and your health if you need to, and you are going to have the freedom to rearrange if you need to. Other thing that you're going to do is I also want you to ask yourself, what can I do tonight? What are a couple things I could do tonight that would set me up for success in the morning? Mornings get crazy. Maybe it's putting your food in containers the night before. Maybe it's measuring out some of the food from the bulk meal prep you did so it's ready to go. So in the morning, you're just grabbing it. Maybe it's already getting your workout clothes in the car. But that's what that time is for, to assess... What are barriers, what are some different things that are going to pop up for you this week, the next day? And we're going to bust those. We are going to set yourself up for success. And we are going to be disciplined to do the things that you need to do to get where you want to go. So, to recap, we are bringing self-awareness to figure out some things that you are still subconsciously doing that are getting in your way. And realizing that you're not lazy, that you're not failing, that you're not doing anything wrong. You were just doing what you needed to do to survive in the past. But now you need to do something different to thrive into the future. And we're going to take some extra planning to make those things happen, to make the new things that you want to do happen. And you may have to do that for a while. I still do that. Exercise is a habit. Eating healthy is a habit. But it doesn't happen if I don't make it happen. I think the habit is me taking the time to make it happen. To be disciplined. Not just doing the activities. Going to the gym is not habitual. It's me taking the time to plan it in is what has really become habitual. So remember, discipline is sacrificing what you want right now for what you want in the future for what you really want so we are doing things that our future self will thank us for i hope this one resonates and if you're still confused listen to it again or send me a message but these things are very crucial to success in the long term talk to you next week Well, that is all I have for you this week. But remember, when you think about quitting, think about why you started. I hope this podcast is helping you. And if it is, I would love it if you would refer a friend, send it to somebody that you think needs it, and please tag me along in your health and fitness journey. I would love to see how it's going for you. You can find me at, at CoachMissy17 on Instagram or at CoachMissy on TikTok. If you would like more information on coaching with me or future online courses before they launch, please head to missyhenry.com. Life is full of heavy lifting and I'm here to help you along the way because you are strong enough. Don't forget that. So go create the life and health you've always wanted.